Okay. Wow, this looks so podcasty because I look like I'm in my pajamas. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Ben. I didn't even going? know you didn't, that you were recording. You, you do that, that to me all the time. Yeah, yeah. Surprise attack. Here we are. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. good. Oh, I actually I, can't I think, hear you with my headphones. I think so. we need to apologize. <laughs> Guys. I think we need to apologize. So We are so sorry. The, the plan was always to take a week off. The BMW PJ Championship is a well, big I event didn't in the calendar. I actually know that that was the plan. I thought we were going to like pre... I took a week off from my editing <laughs> duties so I can enjoy the BMW PJ Championship. I hope that's okay. I hope most of you probably don't know what that is. This when um, it's like a big golf tournament at Wentworth It's Club like a big England. golf tournament. Thanks. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Layman terms, right? Um, I'm just explaining to the people that may not know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's sponsored by BMW, obviously. Yeah. So BMW is just littered across the course. Just littered. Randomly. <laughs> <laughs> just littered. BMW here, BMW there, BMW everywhere. Anyway, we've also been really ill. Yeah, so the then second week was called happened. COVID. Yeah. We so both like, had COVID for the second well, time. We tested negative. But. But we have a doctor friend. Doctor friend. AJ. I was literally going to use the same term, doctor shout friend. Shout out to doctor friend, Thanks, AJ. shout out to doctor friend, AJ. Um, and she is saying that this new strand of COVID is not necessarily showing up on at-home On the tests. rapid at-home test. So if we sound a bit ropey... Yeah, sorry. And if I start having a coughing fit, I'm really sorry because I have been doing that often. Yeah. It's really hard to... You know, yeah. when you, it's like when you're at like a funeral or you're at um, a concert or something or a theatre yeah. and you can't hold it in. You just... It's a really good segue though. <laughs> well, it's that good segue. Well, well, not the holding it in part. <laughs> not the funeral. Sorry, I was still, I was still lingering on the BMWs just littered across the golf course. That was way before. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, but it's just living rent free in my head of this conversation. It's a, it's a term to like describe yeah. things. Technical being term, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I should write a book. Anyway, that <laughs> section of our conversation we'll, does lead. We'll all be waiting. Lead very well into our guest, Jenna. This week's guest. This week. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit of an intro here. He's so sweet. That's my intro. He is a multi award winning person. No, I'm not talking about a recording artist. <laughs> he was a golf star at the university level. He has won so many championships as a junior, and he's it's still a, a golf star in our eyes. He, well, that goes without saying. Wipe the floor with all of us, all of us combined. Well, he's definitely um, he he won the Wentworth Club Junior Championships in 2014. He was South England's Junior Champion in 2015. Then he was like, "I'm not going to stop there." And then in 2016, he was Surrey Boys Champion. What Surrey Boys? So Surrey, as in like the area. Yeah, I know. And then sorry. golf. When you're not a man, you're a boy. So then he won the boys' version of the men's championship. Oh, that's such a cute name. Was that all right? Yeah, did I do okay there? You did great then. Yeah, great. Thank you. And that's for all our viewers um, at home. And Mildred. Yeah, you're welcome, Mildred. Not only that, he then went on to Yale. That's incredible. Ivy League Yale. Wow. It's like he really lived out his gossip girl dreams. He went to the golf <laughs> university Mecca. where Yale Bulldogs, they're the board. Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Uh, That's have so won more team championships and more individual championships than any other golf university. That's incredible. Yeah. So wow. not to big you up too much, but ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Owen Leonard. Woo, 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 woo. This episode of the British Tea Party podcast is brought to you by our friends at British Corner Shop. Use our code TEAPARTY10 to get 10% off your order today. Owen, here we go. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Thank you for doing this. And at short notice, I might add as well, Owen just freed up his calendar like that. And Owen is in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I can't (laughs) can't, wait. Are you in in New York or New Jersey? He's in New York. New York at the moment. Yeah, in the city. So, in the city. Doing a British slash Irish, now I'm going to add, podcast while being in America. That actually segues me right in. I yes. was going to ask if you were born in Ireland or England, because I actually have never asked this question. I, I was born in England, unfortunately, yeah. I like to say, but um, <laughs> I, I, do, I do consider myself more Irish than British to that, a certain extent. I mean, it. that's totally but, fair. Where in Ireland is uh, your family from? They're from just south of Dublin, a place called Dorky, <laughs> which is probably, probably famous for... Uh, where Bono lives. Oh, oh just wow. in case anyone, yeah, but anyone wants to go visit him. 
I don't care about the Bono. I care about the Leonard's. <laughs> Screw yeah. Bono. Not interested. It's more interesting the Leonard's yeah. are from there. That's what the Leonard's are from. <laughs> Go in. Don't sell yourself short. What are you on about? Uh, no, it's a lot. It's a very, uh, my parents, it's a very Irish story there. My grandparents lived literally a five minute walk away from each other. Typical. So my parents grew up in the exact same town, like made their first Saudi communion together, all of that. And then they didn't meet until university. So Wow. Um, That's so which, cute. Yeah, which is quite funny. Um, but I've been speaking to them recently and every time I speak to them, they got together when they were 18 years old. Yeah. And every time I hear them talking to someone, I find out about a new girlfriend or boyfriend, one of them. Back. Oh. I was like, you guys were 18 when you were met. How did you have all this time to yeah, have before. all these Phil and Dara, the dirty stopouts. I don't know. <laughs> Look at that. The teenagers at back them. at it again. Oh, that's cute though. They're so yeah. awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so- Thank you for doing this. I think Jenna and I are so excited because we we went to what I would consider not official university out here. They're not we, like big. I've, I've got a degree. You've yeah. got a fake degree. Whoa, Whoa. that's so rude. <laughs> it's true that you've got a fake degree. <laughs> oh yeah, but my okay. I'm not going to go into this. We could go into a whole <laughs> situation. She's got a fake degree. Here. It's fine. But my degree was had it's, more information. However, than Ben's. however, <laughs> neither of us went to. The hallowed halls of Yale. No, of course not. God, I would love to go to Yale. That would be incredible. So we'll we'll get to Yale in a minute. But can we can we just yeah. talk about your marvelous junior golf career, which I may or may or not have just completely <laughs> talked about in the intro? I have to tell you that I'm coming at this from a viewpoint of like. I don't know about all these special golf tournaments that Ben knows all about. Jenna um, had a lot of questions about the Surrey Boys Championship. I just was like, what a funny a name, Surrey Boys. So that, that um, took us a minute. So I'm basically going to be the viewers that don't know what golf but, but is. But you know, really. you, you obviously know about Wentworth. Yeah, of course I know about Wentworth. So you can yeah. understand how being junior rounds. club champion at Wentworth That's is a big deal. That's a pretty big deal, yeah. Big deal, I, I knew that one. Yeah. Sorry, boys, is the yeah. one I was questioning. Sorry, boys, I would say <laughs> probably <laughs> a bigger deal than that. Really? And then South of England boys champion. South of England boys, right? That was, yeah, that, was that one as I well. I kind of, yeah, I, I sort of, I started branching out. I did county champion. Well, I did club champion, county champion, regional champion. And then I did an Irish regional championship as well. I won the Leinster boys as well. Oh, which, uh, so which many was good boys. Um, yeah. Well, there were, I mean, that was the, all of it was under 18 stuff at the time. So it was all boys, um, which was nice. Uh, but you know, my I guess my best junior golfing achievements were, were playing for Ireland. That was that was a pretty pretty cool experience. Um, How many times did you play for Ireland? To, so I played uh, I played for their under sixteen team, and then in twenty fourteen I played in the European Boys for them and the Home Internationals, which are like the two big uh, boys events for for national team stuff. So that was uh, so that was really cool. That was a lot of fun. Even, um, even Jenna is nodding her head at this point, going, "Yeah, that's, that's really cool. cool. yeah. Even, even Jenna, <laughs> you've you've won her over. Well <laughs> you've done well. Um, so that was so that was cool. I mean, that was it. It, it, it was interesting growing up uh, playing golf, living in England, but going to play for Ireland. Like yeah. that was I was uh, it was a big thing for me. Where I, I, you know, I always felt Irish, and and what I wanted to do was go and play for them rather than. And I was going through the English regional system, getting yeah. to a stage where where I was getting good enough to be considered for national team. So I had to make that decision about who I wanted to play for. And I, and I was kind of adamant to, to go and play for Ireland. So that meant going over and, and, you know, doing regional camps over there, playing all the events over there. I mean, luckily they have like a brilliant uh, schedule as well for, for golf tournaments in Ireland. They play on like amazing golf courses. They have like the North of Ireland at Royal Port Rush, where Shane Larry won the Open and oh. stuff like that. So it's... So they, you know, you get, you get, it's, it's a, it's a tough life when you have to go and play the Irish events. (laughs) That sounds rubbish. That sounds really bad. You know, Ben's never been to uh, Ireland. Oh, wow. Really? We're going to start there. He's never been. I've been to Dublin once because my my best friend is Irish. I mean, I feel like at this point we're going to have to go together. And yeah. we can go everywhere. One big Absolutely. trip to Ireland. I can't I need, wait. Like, I, I bet saying probably let's go to Dublin is oh, the I touristy bit. And I, I get that's probably not the fun bit, but I would like to go to Dublin. And then no, Dublin. Dublin's a great time, no matter what you do there. Whether you do the touristy stuff, or it you is just, when you're with Owen Leonard. I tell you that But yeah, I want, I want to do Dublin, uh, and then uh, obviously all of the places that you play junior golf. I would like to go there as you well. You want to play all the courses? All the courses. Definitely. All the courses. Yeah. Well, obviously. you got to, and you got to, yeah, you got to see the wild Atlantic Way on the west coast. 
That sounds brilliant. Sounds it's brilliant gold. Uh, all the like, there's the cliffs of Bower where they they shot Harry Potter movies <gasps> and oh, Star Wars I'm movies. So and, Jenna's in now. I'm so and old. yeah, so so that was pretty cool. My actually, my mom's cousin um, has a little gallery um, down near the cliffs of Bower in the west coast of Ireland called uh, Kilbaha Gallery. I'll give it a little shout out. But, um, shout out, shout out. And they, uh, when some of the cast and crew were there, they went and visited the gallery. So no she's way. got like. She's got like a poster and a letter uh, saying thank you from like the Star Wars crew. So that was uh, wow, wow, that's so So it's uh, yeah, it's just it's a really scenic area. It's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Recommend it. So that's like Pacific Coast Highway. Eat your heart out. Step aside. Yeah, step aside. We're going to Ireland. Yeah, we are. All right, I'm exactly. 100% in. That is, I'm ready for this trip. That is a glowing recommendation <laughs> if, ever I, if ever I needed one. <laughs> I mean, so like, obviously you, as we've just said, incredible junior golfer, and that was obviously a path that you wanted to take. At what point did you, was it always going to be America for golf for you, for university? Was that always the plan or did you think about doing different stuff? Uh, yeah, I'd say about 15, 16, I kind of knew that I wanted to go to America to uh, to play golf specifically, I was like, I, I was adamant. At, at that point, I was, I was thinking about I wanted to be a professional golfer. And, right. Um. I, I knew, for me personally, the best route was going to be U.S. college golf because right. I also I wanted the degree as well, just to have a backup. I mean, um, incredible. But, and that uh, that is one thing I would say. I think knowing pretty early on that you want to do it is quite important if yeah. you're kind of getting to. If you're halfway through your A levels or you're 16, 17 and you're kind of, or you're 17 in your last year and you're kind of like, I'm not sure if I want to do it. One, it's almost not enough time to set it up and do all the recruiting and everything. But also, it is such a big commitment. It's such a big move. Obviously, you're moving to an entirely different continent, let alone country. Yeah. So being pretty sure that you want to do it, I think is a really important thing because if you're kind of half-hearted and half in, half yeah. out, I do. I know a lot of people who who weren't fully sure did it and then came back after a year or two. Right. Yeah, it's um, not enough. It's time a big commitment. Figure it out. It's a really yeah. big commitment. I was yeah. going to ask if you had to because we went to not official. Well, they are colleges, but like not the big boys. Uh, we didn't have to do our LSATs, In- and I was going to ask if you had to do that and what that was like because I've always been intrigued. Like the uh, the SATs and, yeah. and the ACT. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were uh, they were they were tough. Um, I mean, I did. I did the SAT once, so you need either the SAT or the ACT. Okay. Um, I did the SAT once, and then I did the ACT twice, actually, uh, before I got uh, what I wanted as a score, what right. was a good enough score. Um, and yeah, they, they, it's really difficult because the maths they do in the US is so different. Yeah, I was going to say that. makes up such a big component. Um, and even when I got to university, like I did maths A-level and... I really struggled doing maths in my first year at, wow. at, at Yale. Like, I, I, struggle it because it's hard even, or struggle even, because it's different? Because it's different. Okay. Like, uh, I felt like we took steps backwards and Got covered it. stuff that we kind of just skip over in the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I, I, I struggled with it a bit and, uh, and so uh, didn't do it. Yeah, didn't do any more maths after that. I don't blame I you. I wouldn't maths. have done it. I can't believe you did it at A level. I, I remember think, at GCSE being like, "This is my last lesson." <laughs> yeah, in maths. God, I, I was never like, have to touch a number it. ever again. But we forget, we forget the Leonard's. <laughs> not only are the Leonard's more important than Bono, they're also very bright. <laughs> so very um, intelligent. That's kind of how that. It also, um, Owen, what's what's kind of interesting is that not only have you then got to do SAT, ACT. You talked about the recruitment process. So for it, for golf, because <laughs> you're going out there to play golf, but you're also going out there to get a degree. What What's that recruitment process? Because you're not only having to get into the school, you're then obviously having to play good enough golf to get into their team, right? And and it, I'm not wrong in thinking yeah. Yale are a D1 college for golf. That, wait, yeah. tell Mildred so, what D1 oh, is. Oh yeah, sorry, Mildred. Um, division 1. <laughs> so, you'll, you'll know it far better than I do. I didn't play Division yeah, 1 golf. Exactly. Can you explain sort of the division system within <laughs> golf at uni? Yeah, so there's, uh, there's three divisions. Well, there's three NCAA divisions and they also have a couple of uh, different types of schools. But basically... The best schools in the country are all Division One, so the ones that you would have heard of for golf, like your Stanford's and your Oklahoma State's, where you know Victor Hovland went and stuff like that. They're all they'd all be Division One. So if you're going to play the top competitive golf in the US, you're looking to try and go to a Division One school. Um, and there, there are different routes. Some people you can go to 
you know, Division Two schools as well, and and you can transfer after two or three years if you play really, really well. Um, it depends on what route you want to take. Um, but yeah, so the recruitment process, because depending on what schools you're aiming for, um, you have to get in contact with all of the coaches that you're you're sort of considering. Give them a golfing resume, basically, um, and you are going to get into that university through golf. That's that's sort of what it ha- what it ended up being for me. Particularly, yeah, it was just as long as my academics was good enough. If the golf coach wanted me, that was what was going to get me over the line. Um, so. So it's like a job yeah. application so at the age of eighteen. Like the yeah. fact that you're literally handing a resume saying, "I like you've we've talked about here. You've won the Wentworth Club Championships. You've then won the Junior Championship over in Ireland in Leinster, and then you've you've won the, the you know all the stuff in England. So is, is it literally on a piece of paper handing that over, going, "I can play golf at a very high level. Do you want me? Do they like watch you? Have yeah. You, do they come and watch you and something? Yeah, they do. They try to, um, I mean, that's where if you're at a standard where you're playing in the big and big enough national events, if you're playing for your country, it makes a big difference because that's the types of events that the college coaches want to come and watch. Got it. And not all of them will come over to the UK or Ireland. So if you have, uh, the tournaments to play on, if you can get over to the States and play in some of the tournaments over here, that could be a good way to get exposure. If not, sometimes you, you just have to send swing videos to the coach. Right. Um, I mean, my, my, my process was quite different and interesting. So my number one choice was actually Stanford. Ooh, oh, juicy. Wow. When I started, when I started the process, because um, one thing that, uh, that I, I was looking for was high academic standards because you know, I got good grades, but I also wanted a good backup degree in case golf didn't work out. Because yeah, um, yeah, and it's all to guys. Come on, let's <laughs> yeah. be honest. Yeah, let's God, be honest. So, so in terms of like the golf team academic standards, and then whether it's hard to beat Stanford for, for three, um, and I got very close. Uh, there were four of us going down to two spots, I think, and I was one of the two that missed out. Um, and well, uh, it was 50-50 don't, yeah. don't be too hard yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and then so I had I had a couple of close calls like that I had uh, I had one guy who wanted me for the team but then him and the coach both left that university oh, they were at South Florida at oh, the time brutal. and then the ones they moved to didn't have a spot so it was it was a bit that's of that's intense yeah, it was it was intense and it was it was tough actually. It was there was a point where it looked pretty not great. Um not because I didn't have uh options, they just weren't the options I was hoping for at the time. Yeah. Um but it was both the coach at South Florida and the coach at Stanford who actually suggested that I look at Ivy League schools because initially they weren't on my radar just because I didn't think the golf was gonna be good enough. Sure. Um and also, I was looking mostly south and west coast, just because of weather purposes, as most people do. Yeah, um, I don't blame but, you for that one. We did say we were like, yeah. Oh, I bet yeah, it was cold. Yeah, sometimes. I bet that was pretty brutal <laughs> yeah. in the winter. Um, so they were both like, get in touch with the the coaches, and I kind of got in touch with um, Coach Colin at, at Yale, and we basically we hit it off straight away. He always wanted an Irish kid for the team. Love that. Oh, there you um, go. And the the golf standard was really really good. We had a really good team when I got there. Um, so it was, uh, and it was it was a very quick process between me and him. Really, he didn't actually see me play. He just sent him a couple of videos. I went on a visit um, in about October time, I think. Yeah, October of my last year at school, and then by November I committed and. I'm real. Got became a bulldog. Accepted, left it. Yeah, Go exactly. Bulldogs. Became a bulldog. Go bulldogs. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, it was um, a bit of an up and down process, but it That's could mad. not. Sounds like end. crazy. It could not have ended any any better. Um, and if I'm not yeah, wrong, is. you ended up at a school that has won more individual championships and more team championships in golf than any other university. The yeah, that the, sounds like the pretty most good golf. Su- the most successful, I believe, men's. I, I'm not sure about the women's side, sure. but the most successful men's college team across any sport is the Yale golf team. I mean, well, and you ended no up brainer. there and you ended up at an Ivy yeah. League school, most successful. That's so cool. You really lived out your gossip girl <laughs> The name of Yale. Yeah. Exactly. Jenna, Jenna's obsessed. Exactly. She can't wait to dive into just Yale. She, she's like, just fuck like, the golf. She just wants to know about Yale. I'm like, wait, are there sororities and frats? 
that's uh, well, this, uh, this is big university. Do they have it every? Well, I'm assuming. I'm, this so. is my question. See, look, I don't know any of these yeah. things. I'm English. I just think that yes, is so interesting. Yeah. Did you ever yeah, think? Oh have... yeah, maybe I'll be in a fraternity. I was in a fraternity. Actually. <gasps> Stop. The yeah. tea is spilling. <laughs> did you do? Did the you do halls? Were you in halls for your first year, or the equivalent of, or how did that work? Uh, yeah, so I was in. Uh, I was in the equivalent of halls all four years, actually. Okay. Um, so yeah, we you had didn't live a in your residential. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, that 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 place was fun, but disgusting. Um, That's fair. Yeah, so we we had a residential college system, so we had. When I started, we had 12, and then by the time I left, we actually had 14 residential colleges, a bit like Oxford and Cambridge, where right. you kind of get put into what, like right. when you, except you don't apply for each individual one, but when you, you get put into one, when you um, get accepted. So I was in a college called Silliman College, and then they're all, they're in 12 different places on campus. Some of them are like right next to each other and stuff, but um, we... And then your first two years, you have to live on campus in the dorms. And then your last two years, you can either live in the dorms or you can live off campus if you want. And um, Silliman was interesting. There were um, two colleges at the time that your freshman year, you lived in the residential college versus on what's known as old campus, which if you've seen Gilmore Girls or, I have. Um, or whatever. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure... Remember rightly, I'm pretty sure Rory Gilmore was on old campus when she wow, first started. That's nice so that's cool. like the so that's where like the um most of the first years um are are located. So, it's, so there's like a little hub of all the first years. Um oh my God, but, so cute. Uh, yeah, we were off in, in Silliman, which was nice actually, because the Silliman community was like was pretty pretty tight, which was which was nice. Um Did you have to um and, uh, do you, like I know it's called rush or sorority. Any hazing? Any like, hazing? Did you have to do like initiation? Yeah. Like, did you have to get tied to a sculpture or something? Um, there, there was an initiation process. Um, can I probably. You, can you talk oh about my it? god, I'm so excited. Do you not I talk about it? I probably won't. I probably won't talk too much about <laughs> oh it. Oh no. my goodness, this is like a movie. <laughs> um, That's great. This is so fun. Yeah. We'll leave yeah. that one up to the imagination. That's <laughs> well, totally guys, fine. Well, guys, that is crazy. Totally yeah. fine. <laughs> do you remember seeing that article about that man that ran naked through Yale? Yeah, it was Owen. Oh, um, that yeah, makes that a lot of sense. But, yeah. That makes a lot of they sense. They did, uh, they had, well, they had an official naked run. This wasn't to do with the fraternities or anything. <laughs> so you just volunteered did. for this one. <laughs> I did. I, I, I never did it actually, uh, but uh, yeah, I knew some crazy. friends who did. They were just, they were just, they, they'd run through the library. I, I don't really know why they, I can't really remember why they do it. Well, but, they had too much um, time on their hands. That's just absolutely Ben, chaotic. I think you would have thrived at Yale. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Naked library run. Uh, Sign me up, guys. Oh that sounds God, great. That Wait, I actually I need mm. to ask. I didn't we didn't ask what what degree you did as alongside golf. Yeah. Yeah. Well, golf. Golf was the degree. No, golf is all we care about. Golf is life. Um so I did uh I did the history of science, medicine, and public health as the full title. Well. Uh yeah. It's, uh, so smart. It was really, really interesting. It, oh well, it, it's I, it was just, it was interesting. Um, so my, as I said, so I did maths at A-level. My other two were physics and chemistry. So oh. I was very much, I was very much a STEM STEM person. Thought that's what I was going to do. And yeah. My first semester at Yale, I took, I took that maths class that I said really struggled with. I took statistics. I took an astronomy class. And then I took a, a class called the history of minds and brains in America. Oh my gosh which was basically the history of psychology, which was a history of science class and just found it fascinating. That does sound really interesting. Found that uh, like humanity, I felt much more suited in a humanities environment than I did in the sort of STEM environment at that point. Um, and also, to be honest, I was a bit intimidated in certainly in the astronomy class because it was yeah. like, we did some astronomy in, in physics A-level. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll be all right. And then... Um, we got in there and one of the kids was going to do an internship at NASA the following summer. Stop it. Oh and my goodness. One of the other kids had designed this like app where you would plug in different dimensions for matter in the universe and it would tell you how the universe was going to end based on those things. Then they're, they're not well. And they're not well. That's yeah, incredible. I, it, which, which, yeah, which was very impressive, but quite intimidating. Yeah, I can in imagine. My, in my you, 
you, for you, a few months. You, you, not only have you picked like really difficult subjects, even if you went to university and just oh, did those just subjects, generally. But, but you had to play golf, right? So let's talk about that because, mm. from what I understand. Not Golf's only, a long not, game, guys. Yeah, not yeah. God, we'll, get, we'll get to the long game. Part. Yeah, yeah. That's all they do. They just play five hours a day. I'm Jen. just that saying, like, how did you do half yeah. a day? No, no, no. That's day? not. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I know, you, I know, you're an expert in golf now. Give me two seconds. I love you. I love you. Two seconds. But basically, you've got to do all your classes, keep up with your academics. But then you have like a full on. It's like being a professional footballer, or or the equivalent of where you've got to train every day. Yeah. You probably got to go to meetings every day. Then you're on team scouts or not scouts, but you're like you got to get on a plane and go and play golf, and then still keep up with your academics. Like, what what was a normal day for you in terms of training and then school and golf and all that sort of thing? Because it's probably pretty brutal, right? Yeah, I mean the the first six weeks are really intense of the semester because that's when you're in season for golf, as we'd say. So basically, we'd have um four or five tournaments in the fall. I'm going to get all American on you now. In the fall, in the full We're schedule. in the fall, baby. Um, Don't you worry about it. We're recording this in the fall. We're talking about the is, fall. <laughs> which is basically between the first week, September and mid-October. Um, and then uh, after that, you'd be in off-season mode. So it got a bit easier. But So the Ivy League, I can get a bit technical. With be, be technical. Get your astronomy so brain NCAA on. Give, <laughs> the NCAA give... Um, golf programs you have 24 competition days a year that can be spread out across the whole thing whereas the ivy league restrict you to 21 days because they know you've got slightly more rigorous academics to do so so we were slightly restricted in that sense um but yeah basically we would when we were in season you'd get monday off and then tuesday wednesday thursday you'd have practice from three o'clock to sort of six six thirty um and then you'd be practice round friday tournament saturday sunday occasionally you'd have tournament monday tuesday um if you didn't have saturday sunday tournament but that was kind of what the week looked like and then so you you basically had to plan your classes out so you had to pick classes between sort of 9 a.m and 2 2 p.m um and then so you'd just be in class and then go to practice come back get food do your homework and then go to bed really um, wow. And then in in season, we occasionally had workouts. We didn't have too many workouts, but then uh, off season, you know, it was sort of more down to you. You could do whatever practice you wanted to. And then obviously the weather was getting bad. So we had an indoor facility that we would use. Right. So we'd go hit balls inside in the net, which was pretty cool. And then you could sort of, which was quite a nice area. You'd have a few team members in there and you'd be hitting balls and then you could study. Um, but what was really nice was um if you were smart about it you could plan your schedule out in advance so you could look at the midterm timetable and be like okay if i can avoid having midterms when we're in season i can save myself a lot of work and then i can do all the work when i have more time and having the, the older teammates were brilliant about this this is like a really good piece of advice if like anyone is starting to go and do it like really use your teammates who have gone through the same process to, to help you sort of pick your schedule. Um, and the same thing was, um, uh, was true about having a coach who understood. So my coach Colin was absolutely brilliant um, because he'd been on the L golf team himself in the nineties. So he knew what it took to basically do all the academics and play on the golf team as well. Wow. So he was really understanding of like, if you needed to skip a practice day to study for an exam or whatever, he'd, he'd be like, don't, don't do it too often. But, you know, if you have to you can get, you can get away with it. But um, it just, it, it took a lot of planning ahead and um, basically just a very intense six week burst and then started to ease off a little bit after that. And that's when you could start to enjoy things a little bit more. Um, but it, it, it worked really well for me. Um, I always ended up, I was always a person who I needed to take like little breaks from golf. I wasn't someone who could do it for like 10 weeks straight. Yeah. I always needed like just a little bit of time to put my clubs down. I always find, I found exam periods are really intense, obviously. So I was like, I have to focus on my exams. I can't play golf. And then yeah. by the end of that period, I was like, oh, I can't wait to go hit balls again. <laughs> so it was always like, it was like a really nice balance for me between uh, getting all my work done, but then giving me the motivation to go and uh, and play 
play golf again, which is it. You know, it some doesn't work for some people. For me, it, it felt like a, a perfect balance at, at uh, the time. I mean, when um, when you go and win the Ivy League championship, then I think it's fine. I think you can take that time off and then go and go and just hit balls again. Because when you're as naturally gifted as you are, it's pretty fine. I think a lot of people have to work very very hard, even at your level, to to keep that level of golf. So can we can we talk about like some of the wins you had there when when you were playing? I mean, yeah, I think the Ivy League championship was one of them right that was a pretty big one and that led to a, a big team win there um yes yeah um, were there yeah, any others so in I had, there? Uh, yeah i had four individual wins or tied wins not there to flex a couple, on you uh, guys not, not to, to flex. Yeah. um mostly during my i had three in my junior year and my third year so that was um that was when i started playing i played really well that year and for our first tournament was uh at, it was at Bethpage at, for people who know golf you'll know Bethpage but it was on the Bethpage red course not you've heard the, me talk about Bethpage Beth it's no? Bethpage what really we doing this right now is she a girl it, no god Bethpage sounds really? like a girl's name no really I actually don't know what Bethpage is really yeah why would I say it yeah you know the one in New York that was like I really want to go and play that public golf course called Bethpage where they had the oh actually now that you're seeing that the one where Brooks Kepke yeah. won We've yeah that, about this. Na- that is now ringing a bell okay all right. Yeah. Sorry. They have like eight, eight courses there or something. Um, but so we were on That's the Beth Page red course, which is right next to the, the famous one. Um, so that was my, yeah, my first college win was there. It was funny. I, uh, I was leading after we played 36 holes on the first day and I was leading and, uh, it was close between me and this one other guy on the, um, on the second day. And, uh, I finished my round and, uh, a couple of my teammates had finished before me and they'd wandered out to the course to follow the guy who was quite close behind me. And they were texting me updates. No way. And they started, mess- <laughs> they started messing with me. They said, Oh, he's chipped in for Eagle. And I was like, Oh, I you're kidding. Oh you're God. literally trying to win this thing and they're fucking with you. Yeah. That's, That's not helpful. Yeah. yeah. You That's just rely on your teammates. That is yeah. not useful. Don't rely on them for that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so so that was pretty funny. So they were messing with me, and then uh, yeah, it turns out obviously they were lying, and I won it by two shots. <laughs> so that, that was pretty. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then um, I think it was the next week actually where my teammate James ended up winning. Then and so me and James sort of um, junior year between the two of us, we won a bunch of events. And uh, we saw it was really cool. We kind of pushed each other along, or I I feel like we pushed each other yeah. along. He might feel differently, but um, <laughs> well, and he's still playing. Um, and he's still playing. He's still professional on uh, on the corn ferry tour. And he's done a lot of cool things. Um, That's really cool. Hi guys, are you a British expat missing the taste of home, or perhaps you're just a lover of all things British? If so, then you need to check out British Corner Shop. British Corner Shop is your one-stop shop for all your favourite British treats, from Jaffa Cakes, my favourite, to Walker's Crisps, and even Heinz Baked Beans. They have it all. And the best part? They deliver straight to your doorstep, no matter where in the world you are. But here's the cherry on top. British Corner Shop has an exclusive partnership with none other than Marks & Spencer, one of the UK's most iconic brands, and you can now indulge in the finest offerings from M&S without leaving your home. Whether it's a comforting cup of tea that you crave or some delicious buttery shortbread, British Corner Shop has got you covered. Plus, they offer fast and reliable shipping so you don't have to wait long to get your hands on your favourite British goodies. So, do you fancy getting a box of British happiness delivered to your door? Not me or Ben included. Then use our code TEAPARTY10 to get 10% off your order today. So, what are you waiting for? Head to britishcornershop.co.uk now and satisfy your cravings for all things British. Yale hosts two events every year because um, another little flex. Yale has the best university-owned golf course in America. I saw this. Wow. It's number eighty in the world. Into like wow. not just university okay. courses. It's number eighty in the world for all golf courses. And we all yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty high up, Owen. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. there's a lot so, of golf yeah, courses is... in the world, Mildred, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> um. So that is, so we used to host tournaments. So we'd host one in the fall and then one in the spring. And uh, the spring was just a one day 36 hole event. And me and James both uh, tied that one, actually. Wow. That was, actually, that was one of my, that was one of my, my coolest um, uh, golfing moments was uh, 
I hold about a 65 foot part on the 18th um, to end up being tied uh, first. No, with like I know how fast with like a bunch of with like a bunch of my friends watching my parents there. And, wow, uh, that must my, so although cool. my my mom my mom does say so. Uh, she's like that was the moment I knew I'd uh, I'd lost you to your girlfriend because you'd hold that part and the first person you came off and hugged was uh, was your girlfriend instead of the instead of uh, my mom. Oh, Dara's heartbroken. Uh, that is it. Heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was right. We're still together. So well, yeah, good, clearly. Uh, good for you. Clearly, all because yeah, of that part. That's the, what it is. the right person. Yeah, it was just yeah, because exactly. of the part. Yeah. It's all because of golf guys. Uh, and then. Uh, yeah, and that led into uh, a couple of weeks later was uh, the Ivy League Championship that uh, we ended up winning as a team. The only one we won in my four years, which uh, was disappointing. We should have won a couple more, to be honest, but uh, we won it as a team. And then me and James actually were tied uh, individually at the end of the three rounds. And uh, we were both, you know, that's fine. But the the people were like, no, they were adamant. We need to have a playoff for this. Oh, gosh. Um, so me and my teammate James went out and had a playoff and uh, I ended up beating him, which was yeah. quite satisfying. <laughs> Come um, on, the ladders! <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was cool. And then uh, I won one more event in, in my senior year and another playoff, actually. I mean, that's, um, that's pretty impressive. That's a lot I, of I feel like a lot of people don't win a, a lot of events, let alone four. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. And, uh, and we had some cool team wins as well. I mean, it, as cool as it was winning individual tournaments when you won as part of the team it was it was so much cooler yeah um you know again to it, it's something we don't get to do too much and it's very on topic with the Ryder Cup coming up but team golf is uh is a very cool experience because you just don't get to do it too much yeah. um so winning as part of a team is always fun and did you you traveled a lot right so we, we talked about obviously you just played at the the Yale course which is so good but then we talked about Beth Page I'm sure you traveled all is over it? is there is there one that sits at the top for you in terms of places that you traveled when you were playing college golf that you're like that is maybe not the best golf course but the, you know we can do this I can do this all night with you the prettiest the nicest <laughs> the best the hardest whatever but for you what's the top uh I mean we were we were so so lucky so we would do every we do like it uh an away tournament every fall so we went we'd go to like georgia or florida that sort of thing um but spring break was our big trip we'd go on like a 10 day two week trip um and my first year we did northern california so we did um monterey so we did pebble beach cypress point played in stanford's tournament um it was just did like san francisco golf club it was just like the type of trip dreams are made of really that was that was really a, a standout and a highlight um and uh and then we did southern california in my second year and and we got to play at riviera we were down down in your guys neck of the woods yep. uh, got to play riviera lacc bella like uh, we we were they're all rubbish we were that's really just, shabby. yeah <laughs> yeah that sucks exactly um uh, it, yeah, they were amazing. It was just, and it was pure golf trips as well. You just went, played golf basically all day. Where do I sign up? Restaurants. And- <laughs> this sounds great. <laughs> Ben's like, I'm gonna uh, Jenna, go pack back your bags because I'm leaving. You're going to Yale, <laughs> yeah. You're trying to get into Yale, <laughs> huh? You're gonna try and go. Oh yeah, back yeah. To I'm, I'm gonna go and try and do yeah, astronomy. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's astronomy. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking about astronomy or astrology? Astronomy. What's the difference? Do we know? Astrology is like your star sign. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll save <laughs> yeah. that for another day. Yeah. That's fine. That's totally fine. Um, I want to ask actually, because you mentioned your lovely girlfriend. Did you meet at Yale? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah. proper uh, American, American love story. Tell us about it. Uh, sorry. You, it, I said, is she American? Like... And Ben said, tell us about your love story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Quite um, excited. Uh, she, she was born in America, but her parents are Portuguese. Oh. So, um, yeah, I, I consider her Portuguese, to be honest. But, right. Um, You're Irish, she's Portuguese, and, you were born in England, she was born in America, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love it's it. Exactly, perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, and then she was, as I said, we were in, I was in Silliman College and she lived two floors above me uh, freshman year. And we all, we ended up basically becoming just part of this big friend group. 
Um, and uh, we started, we just started hanging out more and more second year, a bit more one-on-one. Then, um, yeah, it was sort of, uh, it just... Um, look at his smile. Always, so uh, look at that smile. It's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it was oh my just... Um, every time we hang out, it just always felt a little bit more than just two friends sort of hanging out Aww. and a lot, lot of flirty texting. And um, event- eventually I plucked up the courage to stand in the corner of her dorm room and told her that I liked her. <laughs> That's not I weird like at all. You. Just sit in the corner, <laughs> head down going, I like you. Yeah, it was literally, it was literally that. So it was... Yeah, it was, it was cute. It was, and then, it, and then we had, uh, um, but technically we still debate about this, but technically our first date was, uh, at the frat house. No. I, I which, mean, incredible. Which, oh, which, amazing. Typical which, American. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we used to, the, we used to host events at the frat and this one was called, it was called wine and crime. So you turn up with your date and you'd have a bottle of wine and you'd be handcuffed to each other and to the bottle. Sounds and, like fun. Uh, to get, yeah, you'd have to finish the bottle and then you'd be able to get on handcuffs. Oh, easy. I mean, um, that's one way yeah. to get to but know each other a bit better. Be get handcuffed and, and finish the bottle of wine. What did you just say? Sorry. <laughs> I said I wouldn't want to be unhandcuffed from you, so I wouldn't have finished it. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I know, isn't that cute? Isn't that nice of you? Oh, okay. <laughs> you can keep the cheesiness for the other podcast. No, I'm joking. That's, that's very, very cute. And how many years later, still together, and now you're in Jersey? And like. Yeah, it, I was going to ask about the dynamics of like. Yeah. Because you live in England. Long now, distance. And she lives in New York. Hey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, like we've done, so we graduated 2019 and we've done long long distance ever since. Um, really impressive. So, yeah, which is, uh, I mean, yeah, I think it's testament to to our relationship. Exactly. That's when you know it's true love. That, uh, that we've stuck together and, uh, and will continue to. But, uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's worked out all right. I mean, we, we FaceTime every day when we can. Uh, well, basically every day, just uh, occasionally schedules don't allow it. But um, I think East Coast is is doable. I mean, yeah. you guys will understand being on the West Coast, that extra few hours time difference. Makes a difference. Um, hey, it's hard. It's really do- hard. Definitely make, does, does make a difference. Um, so the, the five hour time difference makes it uh, uh, manageable. Um, so we can, yeah, we, we basically, we, we try and plan out the next trip or the next time we'll see each other. And we tend to be, you know, every six weeks to two months. That, That's good. That's pretty amazing. Um, that, yeah. That, yeah. That we'll get to see each other. And, uh, I mean, I'm lucky enough now that, uh, or I, I guess I'd be, I've been lucky, um, in the, in the time that, um, you know, we've had enough flexibility where I've either been, cause I was competing full time for, for a bit, I could take a week off and, and come visit or, I'm able to work from home now as well. So right. I can come visit for a week and, and be working. So it's, um, uh, you know, we, we, we've made it work and, uh, yeah, not only work, I, I think we thriving. Thrived well, thriving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think uh, you're set in England or do you think, are you going to move back to America or what, which one is forever? Uh, America. Oh, wow. wow. You um, might be the first person that's said I, that. You know what? First person on this season that has said America's the forever home is yeah. because yeah. that's where you guys see yourselves working and living or is it, is it a love for America? What What's the reason behind it? It's uh, it's it's a bit of both. It's a bit of everything, really. I think um, so. Uh, um, I don't. Do we do we use names? Really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. If you want to use names, you yeah, said yeah, names. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I didn't because I, uh, yeah, sorry, I have to cut this out. I think when I was listening <laughs> to, um, the one you did after Kieran and Hannah's wedding. Oh, this know. was oh, because, this was because we went to another wedding the week prior <laughs> in, in the Parnham. same place. Yeah. We went to another we wedding. Went, oh, okay. So you did go to another no, wedding. No, we went to, we would have used the names Tom and Elisa and it was literally the week prior to Hannah and Kieran's. We, we went, went to a wedding, to a wedding in Farnham. that was in Farnham, just not at Farnham yeah. Castle. So yeah, that's probably uh, what okay. that was. Yeah, and so then you thought we'd change names. Yeah, because I told Claudia, I was like, oh, I think they changed names. Because, uh, <laughs> uh, <'cause, laughs> so 
So I was gonna, I was gonna say, oh, if I mention you, I'll give you a different name. And she was like, what if like people listen? To I mean, it, I have then, dropped your parents <laughs> deep into this. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if someone I dropped, listens I to dropped like, Phil and Dara wait, deep I in? His so. girlfriend was called Claudia, yeah, not yeah. Annabelle. Yeah. Oh, who's Annabelle? Who's, Annabelle? <laughs> who's that? <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can use names. That's totally fine. <laughs> Unless you don't want um, to, which is also totally fine. It might be fun to like create an ulterior motive. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah me, me and Annabelle been going strong now. <laughs> Four years. <laughs> uh, that is uh, funny. Nice. Should we? So yeah, you go, you go, <laughs> Glen Coco. <laughs> um. So yeah, a bit of both, really. I think. Uh, I, I mean, I always, especially Northeast, I always really enjoyed my time uh, in America. So I'm definitely looking forward to coming back. And uh, Claudia is a is a doctor as well. So, um, God, the pair of you it, really it, dumb. You, know, you guys are so dumb. Really silly. Really silly. Went to Yale. Now uh, we have another doctor friend. Oh, another doctor friend. Claudia yes. is another doctor yes. friend. Yes. I love having yeah. doctor friends. Yes. It's really helpful. So she, and she works, does she work in New York or does she work in Jersey? Yeah, in New York at the moment. Yeah, so cool. she's on uh, doing a residency in New York, and uh, uh, yeah, and it's um, so it's good. So we're yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later, uh, I'll be I'll be making the move back over. So I'll join that. you. Yeah, I love New York. <laughs> Jen is yeah. just going to be in your basement, just sitting like, there. Can I come? Like, Hi guys. <laughs> I'll be your roommate. Uh, Nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what, what, what about you two? You gonna, you plan to stay uh, America oh. for We've long time? We've actually not been asked this question. No I'm one's flipped it. Yeah, I'm know. gonna flip it, flip it back on you. Oh, flip it, flip it. Yeah. Um, now I'm nervous. Do you, you want me to go? Or you want to go? Um, I don't. I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. You, you guys might not. Really this is like deal or no deal. This is literally deal or no deal. Are we going to put up the red, like the red this. box or the blue box? Um, is it going to be one penny or a yeah. million? So we think. Well, we know our forever home is England. Like yes, this with is true. kids, we want to raise kids in England. Yeah, because we just love the way nice. we grew up and our childhoods were amazing. So we're both very happy to raise children in yeah. England. But that doesn't mean we don't have a big love for America because we 100 do. And I've always wanted to live in New York. And I just feel like in my yeah. lifetime, I'm going to have to at some point. This is fair. So. I don't disagree with that. So I, I think I think we said that in the immediate future, we're definitely going to go back to England because I think what's interesting, Owen, is that everyone always goes like, oh, well, you live in America and, and you've lived in England. And it's true. Like we have lived in England, but we've never, the pair of us, similar to you, we went straight to university, right? At so 18. Then, then we never <laughs> went back and lived in London or did anything like that. So we go back all, now and we're like, well, yeah, we don't everyone know says, anything. oh, well, well, you're English. So you know, London, and it's like, yeah, we know London to an extent, but we've never lived there yeah. and experienced it yeah. and that sort of thing. So we, we going and living in London is going to feel as new or well, maybe not as new, but pretty but, new compared to living yeah. when we moved to LA. It's like a new city for us. It's different. We and we've never yeah. lived there. So yeah, we feel and like we, we kind of want to do both that. at the same time, don't we? We like we want to go back and forth if we can. I think if we I have think that privilege. We'll, we'll keep yeah. the visas because we're we're on O ones, and I think that the goal is to keep the visas so we can pop back out for a couple of yeah. months a year. But yeah, I think nice. I think the next chapter for at least for the, a bit, yeah. the while is is going to be London. Nice, yeah, that'll be. Fun. I mean, hopefully, you do a little New York transition. Oh, trust me, New York yeah. will be happening. Oh at some yeah, point. baby. <laughs> Before um, children, New York Owen, Jenna, Ben, <laughs> and Claudia taking New York by storm. That's what I want, guys. Let's get a two-bed apartment. Uh, yeah, that's fine. We'll just share it. Rent's expensive. That's fine. Yeah, well, exactly. they're on like that'd a, be great. Uh, yeah, they're on a doctor's salary. salary. We'll, 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 yeah, <laughs> we might remember us when you when you reach the stratosphere. God, that's fine. We we'll live in that Don't worry about us in our little. Uh, we we'll live in that basement. Starving artists. We can salaries. make a basement cute. Yeah, we can make a basement cute. That's fine. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> Owen, <laughs> this is maybe our most fun portion segment. Uh, we're, I'm going to ask your opinion on a snack. We're not we're not going to eat the snack this week because this snack is pretty tricky. Unless we wanted to spend ten minutes cooking and talking about the cooking of it and all that sort of mm. thing. Not going to do. We're that. just going to discuss. Not, it. We're just going to talk about it. It's so, a classic British. His classic. His classic. 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 <laughs> and I want to know if it's when I say big in Ireland, I'm not trying to be naive here. I don't actually know mm. if it's an Irish delicacy or if it's just in the in England. So I really, this will be really interesting. I want to try, by the way, just segment in Irish snacks here. Um are they called Tatoes, the crisps? Tatoes. Yeah. Oh, I wanna amazing. I they wanna eat hot. a tato sandwich. Like really bad. Yes. So yes. No, I just you, saw that definitely. on like I watch a lot of the lad Bible Irish versus British That's snacks. Fair. 
And um, that comes up, that like relish called like Bali... Ballymaloo, Ballymaloo relish. That that looks quite well. That looks really yummy. I thought you were just chatting shit, but that was actually (laughs) quite close. You've done quite well. That looks really yummy. I want to try that as well. So I'm just, I'm just letting you know that if you ever go to Ireland, can you bring me some potatoes back? I definitely. We always bring every time we go to Ireland, we bring a massive bag of potatoes back with us. Jenny, you're in. You've got it. You've got it. The the other thing we have, um, which I've been drinking at the moment, actually, is called Barry's tea. And uh, we were in, we were just in a shop right the other day looking for some, some tea bags, yeah. and I happened to have Barry's tea, and I'd never seen it before in America. Oh, and it was it was amazing. It was oh, the best thing I've ever had. We know I'd that ever had. What? Sorry, can, I don't know uh, what Barry's tea is. Is it just a type of tea bag, or is it what is it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a type oh, of tea bag. It's like you know, it, it, it's and there's a there's a. I actually got given a poster for my birthday. There's like a, in Ireland, there's a debate between Lion's tea and Barry's tea. <laughs> and I'm firmly on the side of Barry's. Oh. But, um, it's like, I guess it's like PG tits and, and Yorkshire tea yeah. in the UK. So yeah, things it's like that. Sort of, but, well, I've never had it, but I stand uh, with you. I'm team Barry. I'm team Tato. Team Barry. Jenna's team Tato. You're out. <laughs> but uh, this week from British Corner Shop, we're going to chat about the mighty crumpet. So I want to know. Ah, your opinion. Okay, I'm sure okay. you've had many a crumpet in your time. Is crump- are crumpets a big thing in Ireland or is it just an English thing? <laughs> Not really. They're not. They're not they wouldn't be that big in Ireland now. It's that is very, so very much an English thing. So we're yeah. going to divide some opinion here. Obviously, forgive me for not picking a more Irish snack, yeah, but I want to know how, oh, you, no. how you feel about the no, crumpets. Um, I I was not the biggest fan of crumpets until oh. more recently. Wow. Um, but anytime Claudia's come to visit me, she loves crumpets. Here we go. We love Claudia. So that's so an Yes, that's an American coming <laughs> over and and uh, and loving crumpets, and that kind of got me more into them a little bit more. I think she tried them, and then she likes having them for breakfast. So, that's so I so started having them more as well. I uh, what what do you have on your crumpets? Do you do the classic? Just let butter melt through. So it? I love the classic, just loads of butter. Like I literally will put the yeah. whole tub of butter on my crumpets. I like it like soaked nice. on the plate. I think I'm a bit diverse. I like it. Like, go on, give me that even layer of butter. That's great. But then. Get the marmite out. You get that marmite <laughs> melting into it. It is okay. unreal. Are you team marmite or not team marmite? Own? Uh, not team marmite. <gasps> oh my this god! This podcast was going no. so well. Thanks for coming. We'll talk to you <laughs> never. Um, We're a big marmite interesting. household. Here. Not a marmite household. Okay. No. Has I, Claudia uh, tried no, it? I'm not, I'm, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't broached Wait, as soon as yeah. I meet her, I'll be coming in with a piece of toast and marmite on it to give <laughs> to appearing like, from the basement. I'll prepare her. I'll prepare her for it. Yeah, you should. That's, that's going to be the first thing I do. Is how do, how do you toast. have your crumpets, Owen? Uh, you know, I actually like a bit of jam on it. I have a Ooh, big sweet okay. tea, so yeah. so um, so yeah. So I usually go for for some strawberry or raspberry jam on it. Is Claudia the same? Have you converted her to a bit of jam on it? No, she just goes for butter. Yeah, See, she Solid. knows what's she up. Yeah, the girls are standing yeah. strong together. I like it. I like she, it. She she's much better with food than I am. She I, I she likes to say I'm a walking contradiction when it comes to, <laughs> to my food preferences. Hey, so are you oh, picky funny. or is it or, or what is it? <laughs> I I'm not I'm not that picky. I just have a weird thing with textures. Oh, yeah. oh okay. And and I have like just strong dislikes that are quite weird tell us I'm, your strong I, dislikes I, really, I want to know I just I really dislike I, I really don't like avocado and it's, uh, <gasps> no I was there like the biggest, I, I was there with like you the for a while that's fine I think oh. that's totally okay yeah no, it's, <laughs> uh, so it's uh, no, it's funny we were yeah we have weird funny discussions do you like guacamole yeah, great time no, no, probably not if he doesn't like well, avocado. I didn't know if it was like straight avocado, the texture of that, or if like if it was mushed up, then you'd be like, yeah, that's a bit better, smoother. In- yeah, it's, bit, it's partly the taste of avocado as oh, okay. well, so it's a bit of both, really. I see. Yeah. They're just uh, out. The, the, other, right. I the, <laughs> the, uh, the other one that I might have an issue with being in New York is cheesecake. Oh, you um, don't like it? I really See, I'm I not really a big cheesecake, like cheesecake person. Yeah. Jenna's with you. Jenna's uh, anti-cheesecake. I'm, I'm not yeah. anti. Like, I'll eat it if it's there. I have to. But I would not choose that as my dessert, which is my whole family loves cheesecake. So I'm definitely yeah. an outcome. Owen, as a sweet tooth fan, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. Well, that's the thing. It's a bit, depending on which one you get, it can be a bit too cheesy. cream cheesy and yeah, savoury. Do you so like cream? Uh, like, this is another segue. Do you like cream cheese or do you not like cream cheese? 
don't really like cream cheese. Oh, Whoa. no. Like, here we go. Like see, this is, see, this is, but this is one of my contradictions. I really like cream cheese frosting on like a carrot cake. Yeah, that's, that's bonkers. That, 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 that is bonkers. That is you know, this because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because I don't like that on Maybe a you are a walking contradiction. Maybe you are. Yeah, exactly. That is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I'm going to trust this now, but can you rate crumpets out of 10 for me? You walking contradiction, um, you. <laughs> I'll, I'll give crumpets a solid seven. Oh, that I like that. So I think that, I think I would go right there with you at seven. I'm gonna go eight because yeah, I, go I love a crumpet for breakfast. Yeah, that's fair. They're worth nice. more than a seventh to me. Yeah, I think I think I'd, <laughs> fine. I'll, I'll, I'll see, see in, in English muffin, I would go an eight or a nine. No, oh, I'd put that below a crumpet. Which one is the English muffin? The one that's like still bready, it's like flowery. It's like. Bitty. I don't know. Oh, you are that a walking contradiction, aren't you, Owen? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, when cool. you go to McDonald's and yeah, you get I'm not the, sure, the mate. Not sure on that one. But then here, they call, kind of call <laughs> sometimes a muffin a biscuit. Oh. Yeah, they. Will, I think they also sometimes call English muffins crumpeteer or something. That's yeah, there is a weird... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah, that, that is odd. <laughs> that is odd. Yeah. Well, Owen, this has been so much fun. I, I could do this for another hour. Yeah, and I, I appreciate yeah. you more than you know episodes. for giving up I your never, time. I never got into yeah. like the fact that we both love Rennie Rap and Olivia Rodrigo. Oh my like, God. Should we have a musical uh, segment? Real I fast? had a whole. Do you want to have a musical yeah, segment real fast? I do because I don't Can know. Can we talk about else? your love of female pop artists and I the fact you're an inner 13 year old? Inner 13 year old white girl? Should we talk about that for a sec? Yeah, exactly. Tell us your favorite song on Guts. Oh, uh, probably a bad idea, right? Yeah, that was yeah, a good one. yeah. I would ben agree with you. Yeah. I would agree. Well. I think I think you and I would have very similar music tastes, Owen. This is great. Do you like Renee Rapp yeah. though, Ben? I, I, well, it's not that I don't like her. I'm just not fully into the Renee Rapp. I'll get him fully into it. Are you I'm fully obsessed. into Renee Rapp? Is this, is this. I, I also wouldn't say fully. I think, yeah, I think, uh, uh, he's more into it than you. Though, I think. I think I think I've I think I've I've liked a bunch of the songs, but I think I've struggled on re-listens I find that's fair right. they lose appeal over time yeah okay, I I, can I'm help saying you this out I, I know not I, I know nothing about Team music, Olivia so. though I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm pretty playlist. heavily Team Olivia I won't like you actually I had a question because we're talking about like female vocal artists um, <laughs> do you like Lizzie McAlpine or have you not listened to her yet who sorry Lizzie McAlpine uh I think I've listened to is is Doomsday her song? Yes, it is. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, I know. I'm pretty sure it is anyway. I know I, I know that song, yeah. Track. But yeah, I'm gonna make you a playlist of all my favorite female vocal artists so that you can enjoy them. I, I'd I'd appreciate that. Yeah, That'd be great. <laughs> I think that's gonna be a great plan. You you guys can have your little I'll I'll, I'll dip into this. Yeah, would you? Can we put a little bit yeah. of nineteen seventy five in there? It is Doomsday, yeah. That yeah, sounds maybe. Yeah, uh that's not a female vocal artist, hun. Well he sounds like a female, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Ben's very set in his ways with 1975. Look, okay. 1975 are great. All right, I'll fight. I'll I fight anyone. Like, I asked him. He doesn't. Are like you anti 1975, Owen? I do. Yeah, I'm not being a huge fan. Yeah, I, I also, I, I struggle. I struggle oh. with Man That's yeah, fair. I mean, he's, he's problematic. A, look, I love the band. <laughs> he's cool, but I think even he'd admit sometimes he can be a bit of a twat. <laughs> so here we are. At least he accepts it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. That's okay. I That's agree okay. With that. <laughs> but all right, you guys get your playlist sorted. Share it with me when you're ready. I will. In the meantime, I'm 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 gonna go listen to the 1975. Okay, hun. No worries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank fun. you. Thank you so much, Sean. Hey, no, thank you for having me. It's been great. It's been great fun. We've loved Thanks, it. Oh, uh, Jenna. Oh, that was what a so treat. nice. What a treat that was. He's so lovely. Aren't we so lucky? Yeah, I love him. I mean, Owen has not only become a friend in a very short time. Yeah. Um, it's just in my eyes, champion golfer of the year every year. <laughs> and just an all-round class guy he's to so go with sweet. it. Yeah, he's and, so lovely. And honestly, a lot of really valuable insight to anyone that wants yeah, to go and play I golf. Yeah, I hope in if the anyone States. is interested in yeah. that route. Maybe don't take his food this. advice. Yeah, don't take his food advice. But, but everything take else, his golf advice. Yeah. I think that's really helpful for so because so many people consider that route. Yeah. He was he was modest in my opinion, because Owen might be probably one of the most talented golfers I've ever seen. Yeah. And I think... Um, He's so humble and sweet. So humble, so modest about it. But what what a talent. What a nice guy. Yeah, he's so lovely. And he's, you know... I'm so glad we had him on the podcast. He'd be in my four ball any day of the week. Tell you that much. <laughs> be in my four we ball. We might be any. in your four ball. Get, get a bit better and we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right? All right? But I'd get you loads of shots, wouldn't I? Because... Yeah, you'd, be, you'd have... Yeah. See, I mean, you've not got the shots Jenna's going to get. So. Yes. That's... Yeah, that was... 
good we'd be, we'd be a good little three ball we would be tell you that much I know. Owen would get you out of a lot of shit and then you could just <laughs> finish it off and get some points for us that's <laughs> okay. good perfect yeah. I can as do you've that. got your BMWs littered across the bloody course <laughs> you really like that didn't you it was just chaos absolutely oh, chaos no, he's never heard that term clearly guys but I know well, no, it's I have. Just, I've never used it for a golf tournament it's just chaos I was just saying that they were placed strategically that's fine, that's fine. across what, the course what are you doing this week what am I doing this week? Oh, we're going to Miami. Going to Miami. For work. Yeah, we'll let you go. We'll let you guys know how Miami is. Yeah, it's going to be hot, I think, but rainy. Yeah, hot, so. rainy. Sounds like England, just less hot. Yeah, it's definitely not as hot. Like, England's not as hot as Miami. Yeah. But it'll so. be fun. Cute beach. Can't wait. Going to be great. I know. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I'm sorry that we took a hiatus. and. Um, but we're back. We're back, baby. We're back. We're, we're back here. For a short while, but we're back. Yes. And if you like crumpets, let us know. Yeah, I love crumpets. We will talk yeah. to you guys next week. Love you guys. Love you, bye. Bye. This episode of the British Tea Party podcast is brought to you by our friends at British Corner Shop. Use our code TEAPARTY10 to get 10% off your order today.